Welcome to Mediocre to Masterful Season 4. I'm your host, Greg Jones. Wait a minute now. Don't get too comfortable with this microphone and the season. This is, I need you here to help me with this particular episode, but you are not the host of the show. True, true. It is your show. <laughs> I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. This is season four. Uh, welcome back, everyone. This is Greg Jones that you heard earlier, and this is Nicole. And I'm just excited for season four. This is the very first episode of the season, and I have my husband with me, Greg. Well, thank you. I appreciate you uh, welcoming me back, <laughs> back to back almost. So, yeah. So I'm happy and proud husband here to have this conversation with you to kick off season four talk with you about what you have done, which is creating an opportunity to create a book out there and Mm -hmm. uh, called Unlearn. And hopefully today we can get some more conversations going on that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you and I'm excited that we're here to talk about the book and who best to interview me about this book than you, because you, of course, I've done a lot of interviews at this point to share information about this book, but you were actually with me literally in the trenches. So I was I'm with you shooting in the gym. You were with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. So we've uh we've come a long way together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a lot going on in the world today. And so to have these moments in time to have silence, I'm sure there should be a lot more listeners. So hopefully yeah. uh, everybody will get a chance to sit back and enjoy this moment as uh, we talk about this book. So let's uh, kick this off. I mean, you've been doing this book. Uh, how long did it take you to get started? So I started this book in December of last year, just really like writing the outline and understanding like, what am I actually going to put into this book? What would the chapters look like? But the journey itself, of course, took the past umpteen years to actually develop and create and put information into the book. But started writing the book in December and have been working on it ever since and then was able to complete it in May, Mm. May of this year. Got it written, proofread it like a thousand and one times. I had an editor for the book and she's going to talk about that whole process in a later episode. But it's just been an extreme process to get this book written and then put my thoughts down and then to think back on the process it took me to get over these financial habits so it was a it was a hot minute (laughs) it was a six month in the making Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of people in 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 times when writing a book it it becomes daunting the challenges and stress of of something that is etched in stone for Mm -hmm. for life right that's so, so true uh with that in mind like what was the work life balance for you Mm, that's a great question, baby. Look at you. I see you out here. Um, let's see. It was a balance for sure, trying to figure out and navigate everything. One thing that I try to keep in mind with writing this book was making sure that I not only had a goal and a vision to release this book within summer of 2020, but also keep in mind, don't rush myself to actually push that day if I know from a work standpoint or life that everything else is going on standpoint I couldn't actually meet that day so I gave myself generous time I was you know gave myself grace with that process and understanding that okay because I have work 
because things can change at work. Let me also equate that into my timeline for the writing this book. So being able to know that ahead of time really helped with the process going forward. So I wasn't overwhelming myself. I didn't feel like it was just like homework or a chore that I didn't really want to do because I was trying to meet, let's say I was trying to do like a March deadline. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to bottleneck myself into that type of timeline. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty I mean, I, I will say, uh, again, being with you in, in the trenches and going through, I mean, that's about what, six months of, of hard work just mm -hmm. to get everything in, in place and, and working through all that you needed to do. And it's amazing to see you work because it didn't seem like it was a chore <laughs> for you. you. You did a lot of work in between and you, you managed to, you know, to see you balance between being a wife working day to day and also doing this book scheduling for the podcast it, it seemed like a lot just watching you work mm -hmm. but you had fun doing that mm -hmm. yeah Can talk more about that yeah the process and actually doing this was fun because again going back to I didn't want to pressure myself into push, forcing a book out there because I knew it would be helpful I knew it was informational but I also didn't want to force myself to get it out by a specific date if I knew I couldn't meet that timeline so it I, the fact that I gave myself grace along the way it made it more fun and more engaging and more ability to help with that creative process and understand that you know I need this time to literally nurture this book writing process. I've never written a book. <laughs> I've never um, gone to um, reach out to an editor to help me, you know, navigate through the, each of the chapters. So because this process was new, I wanted to make sure that I was nurturing it. I was watering it and doing the right things throughout that entire process. This new project of mine and making sure right. that when it's actually released, it's exactly what I thought it would be. Plus some. So you are independent right mm -hmm. uh, with all that so you've put together the the opportunity to to build your book mm -hmm. your way mm -hmm. right and that's also true to the the name of the book unlearn right very true and, and so to build this first book unlearn ditch failed money habits mm -hmm. and, and discover financial freedom um what 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 is this book this book is about me going through my journey of financial or lack of financial management, um, basically sharing that I had some hiccups, some big hiccups, if we want to call them that, along the way in terms of finances. <laughs> you don't you have can't to like see my face, right? But I, I, I definitely am with you on there. There was a lot, you know, being the person who he was knows. like, "Don't be any no hiccup." Say what it was, like Will Smith, right. like Jada's, like it wasn't, this an, wasn't entanglement. an entanglement at all. Hiccups is the new word, but no, seriously. So this is me <laughs> talking about that process and how difficult it was to literally unlearn what I thought I knew about finances and understand that although I didn't learn about financial literacy at a young age, like many of us, we didn't have a table to sit at where we had those discussions about money all the time and really learning all throughout my adulthood to understand Maybe everything that I thought I knew was not necessarily the best play, or maybe things I had no idea about I needed to incorporate and understand in terms of financial money management. So basically talking about getting out of that debt and, and a big piece of that is paying off the 80,000 plus in student Talk loan debt. <laughs> Talk to it. $80,000. That is the big piece right there. Outside of just understanding money as a whole, 
on top of that, paying off the student loan debt within seven years, which was, as you know, very much so a process. <laughs> was a process. By far a process. So, you know, again, $80,000 in student loan debt is nothing to sneeze at. Um, it took a lot of work uh, yeah. on on your part to change, you know, the way you thought about things mm-hmm. and, and how you you saw what, what was going on. How do you feel going through those processes and, mm-hmm. and now being to this point of you mm-hmm. know, closing out that that debt? That like, debt, yeah. So it, you use the exact word that I like to use, was basically changing your mindset. I literally had to change my mindset and my really my relationship with money because it was non-existent or let's say it was complicated and really understand that I had to understand that I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I had to seek help, i.e. you, and then also just my own dedication to the actual matter at hand. Like it's, I had to come to terms with, this is something that I have a weakness in. I I am not strong in this area. I'm great at a lot of things, but money was just Mm -hmm. not one of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So knowing that up front is a big piece of that. Being open to changing your mindset is another huge piece of that process because if you're not able to do either of those and understand what where the root of the issue is coming from, the whole process is going to be you know shabby. It's not going to work out. Right. You'll, you're still going to have some road, uh, roadblocks and some issues along the way. Even if you do understand that ahead of time, you'll still run into some roadblocks and some things challenges that you need to get over. But that doesn't come with also not understanding that this is a part of the process. Like right. I need to make these challenges and push myself and dedicate myself and really hunker down and understand that I might need to make some real sacrifices too with my money and know that this is ultimately going to lead me to debt freedom. And which mm-hmm. is the whole point of what we're trying to do when we say we have student loan debt or we're in debt, we're trying to eliminate that ultimately. And so right. that and was a whole mindset shift for sure. That was uh, a big mind shift i think uh, a hurdle and almost a, a shedding uh for that's a for, good word yeah. us, uh, going through that whole process because uh, in the book you talked about it we mm-hmm. we had to uh, a come to jesus moment to mm-hmm. really find out what was going on mm-hmm. um you you went around uh certain moments in in that time of it was about this and mm-hmm. this is what i think it is and i i think i had this much in, in debt and oh yeah know, and when you asked going yeah. through and so you know because i know you know i could talk you know ask you these questions a little bit better <laughs> Uh, than some others, but you know that you had to be comfortable sharing your financial woes uh, yeah. and also sharing finances mm-hmm. uh, with another person, mm-hmm. right? And and whether it was going to be a financial advisor or me, mm-hmm. you really had to figure out how to get past what you didn't know, but also be willing to understand that, right? Some people don't know how much they have in their bank account. Yeah. Some people don't understand, you know, what debt really means and, mm-hmm. and but you had to narrow down what that number was and mm-hmm. be able to share it mm-hmm. and even now uh watching you share it in a book to <laughs> explain how much your finances are I, I think for me I still find it uh vulnerable to mm-hmm. share my finances mm-hmm. right so how do you feel about sharing this uh not just in the book but you know over time you've had other conversations with other people about you know, where your finances are and mm-hmm. where you stand. Do you ever feel vulnerable 
about sharing that? Not yeah. anymore. At the beginning, yes. When it was you and I trying to dig out of this gaping hole <laughs> that I was in, yes, it was difficult. But I, the reason why I wanted to share is because I knew I needed to make a change. And if I was going to make a change, I needed to share as much information as possible, which is why you were like one of the first couple of people, mm-hmm. literally, to kind of help me get through that. And had I not, I wouldn't be in this position that I'm in right now. Even during that time when you and I were trying to dig into what is, where's the issue here? There were plenty of times where I was extremely uncomfortable to the point where I started crying because I couldn't explain myself and I really didn't know how to articulate money. Mm -hmm. Money is just, was not a comfortable subject for me. It didn't make, not necessarily that it didn't make sense, but the whole budgeting aspect and the, the crunching of the numbers and then how to consolidate all the information into one just was so daunting, I guess I would say Mm -hmm. for me that having to have those conversations was difficult and still it was uncomfortable at that time to the point, you know, I would start sweating and like it just, it was just super uncomfortable and made me nervous having those conversations. But I knew that those conversations needed to be had, whether I wanted to have them or not, they were going to be had. And there's a whole chapter on that part, guys. Mm -hmm. And and I will say is it is awesome to, to see you uh, write this book and, and really share because, you know, you've been more vocal about where you stand and, mm-hmm. and where you are. And it was something that I felt like I had to fight with um, when yeah. we first started uh, a relationship. Now the world <laughs> is <not> getting, <laughs> getting freedom to know where, where you are. And so you're welcome, world. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I had to go through Learn all this Learn from stuff. our mistakes. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Um, but no, I, I really... Uh, I wanted to keep to the book on on this point, right? The the audience for this book, like when you wrote this book, it is about your um, financial, you know, burdens and and the things you you have going on and where you were. But what kind of audience is this book really uh, tailored to? So I like to say, if you are someone who has student loan debt, are you just someone that has debt? Let's say it's credit card debt. Maybe you're someone that feels that you are living paycheck to paycheck. It feels like you have missed a huge piece of your financial management life. And there's a there's a, a missing link there. And it's like everyone around you is excelling in financially in ways that you feel like you should also be performing at that same level because they're your peers. Mm-hmm. So if you identify with any of those um, and you're just someone who l- literally just wants to eliminate debt and understand money better and try to figure out and understand and have a guide to let get you out of those trenches and move you to that next step this this book is for you then because this is the person who really needs some help needs some guidance needs some coaching and to see someone else's story that you might ultimately identify with every one of the points and chapters that I put in the book or maybe just a few of them but you're able to identify with my story and find yourself in there and figure out okay based on this learning lesson. How can then I apply that to my life? How can I change? What do I need to change? Do I need to change my mindset? Have I not even thought about that? Do I need to step back and look at my, my family history? Understand is, is this a generational thing? Do everyone, does everyone in my family have these wealth issues? So really going back and stepping back in in those places and understand that really you just want to get out of debt, student loan debt, credit card debt, whatever debt, you're just trying to get out of that that place and get to a place of financial freedom. So speak a little bit more about that, because right now somebody who heard that 
that sounds great. But to them, they really feel like their path is a different road. Like, mm-hmm. how do you speak to that person who says that, you know, this couldn't be for me? I couldn't learn. Um, I couldn't unlearn. Mm-hmm. Better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, of course, this book is for anybody who identifies with the points that I mentioned earlier. If you something spoke to you, at least one of those points, maybe half of one of those points, this book is going to be for you. And that's not to say I'm going to be able to speak to everyone within this book and creating everyone to be able to see that they fit into this mold. I don't want you to fit into a mold and say, this is my life. These are the steps you need to fill in my shoes and go down this path. But what I will, what I will say is, again, Grew up from a family where financial management was just not a topic of discussion around the table. Single family household, you know, fell into instances or actually seen instances within my own family where we had to sacrifice certain things in the household in terms of bills and just different things. And being the oldest of three, I got to see a lot more because I'm considered, quote unquote, the responsible one. So there are certain things that you notice as an older child that maybe the others don't. Um, and then just noticing the whole Rob Peter to pay Paul mentality and having to borrow money from different people within the family, like that whole introduction to how money is managed was how I grew up and not understanding that it doesn't mean when you grow up, you will have to sacrifice a lot of things when you grow up and you have to Rob Peter to pay Paul and you have to live paycheck to paycheck. That is what I saw. And that is what I knew growing up. Now, when I became a young adult, I knew there has to be more than this. Um, There's a big missing piece here. And so I struggled with that. And if you were somebody listening and you're struggling with some of the same things, like, you know, maybe your family got money or maybe you just because you, you know, a certain job that you have has gotten you to this point. No, I've had, you know, some difficult roadblocks along the way as well. And really trying to understand that I did not know as much as I thought I did when it came to money management. I I was one of those people that blamed, well, it's because they have a wealthy family. It's because that she she's making six figure. It's because because she has a boyfriend or a husband. It's because like all of these excuses as to why they've been able to excel in areas where I felt like I should also be at. So I was in that same position. I had to take a huge step back, not just a step back, a huge like leap back and understand just because someone else that I consider, I would consider a peer is doing much better than I am when it comes to money. It's not because all these things that they have circled around them. They made a choice. Maybe they did have family assistance, but then I need to now make a choice and understand that there are some things that I need to change with myself first before I could even receive some of the things that I want around me. I can't say that I want a, an increase of, you know, $2,000 in my job and everything else if I can't even save $100 in my savings account. Like there are certain things that I needed to change in terms of my mindset that I feel like those who are readers and identify with some of the things that I mentioned earlier will also be able to see within themselves first in order to receive things that are allowed to them in the future. That's a great point. I, I think even for me who... You know, again, I actually was working on paying off my student loan debt and, and everything and getting that done first and, and really even being uh, our only child mm, in, yeah. in this moment uh, to uh, work through and, and get my finances in order. I felt like your book really 
does a good job at explaining things that I, I, I don't think I could have explained uh, better. <laughs> and so I, I definitely uh, hope your listeners uh, are all uh, have read the book even before this mm-hmm. episode. But I hopefully hope so uh, they'll go ahead and pick up that book because it, it really is uh, helpful to kind of see where you, somebody else stands yeah. in, in that moment, yeah. because it really can help to. Uh, get down, get somebody moving in the right direction mm-hmm. or even knowing that they're on the right path. Mm-hmm, I, I think mm-hmm. hands down, even if somebody uh, has completed their financial debt, it, it it doesn't just hit on the one student loan debt no, in this book. No. It, it really goes down the route of better financial management mm-hmm. just to uh, get yourself out of uh, where you think you are mm-hmm. and being able to think okay well maybe i'm i'm a little bit behind or i am further along and now i'm just looking for you know these little cues that can Mm -hmm, help me mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. i think the your book really hits on a lot of those different points i will say personally (laughs) uh, what i really like about the book is the reflections and hopefully Mm. uh people uh, one thing i i wish could have been in a, a, a book, which it wouldn't make sense, would be a blank page, right? Mm-hmm. So that that person can have their <laughs> message uh, within your book and really be a mm-hmm. part of it. But I, I I think the reflections really make you want to go start putting something down. Cause yeah. It, 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 it's, you really have some really good questions in there, yeah. which also speaks to why you're normally on the other side of this mic. And, 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 <laughs> uh, and another reason why I actually thought about putting blank pages in there for the reflections, but I feel like people's, depending on where you are, you're cha- you change so often and you evolve that your reflections and what might not be the same as it was as you read it today. Maybe you read this again because you've gotten over paying off credit card debt. Now you want to pay student loan debt. So you read it again and your reflections might be a little bit more different than the first. So if you have your notebook or if you download the financial planner that's associated with this book, then you'll be able to see more more details on that. So, yeah. So actually, that, that brings me to my next question. I mean, you've you've done a book. You're starting a new the next episode or season <laughs> of the podcast. Where do you go from here? What does Nicole, the author, do next? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> the author. That is wild. Um, so what's next? Yes, the season has started. It has begun. And this is the first episode. Um, many more to come, which I'm super excited about the, the guest list for the season. But mm-hmm. so the next point is the financial planner, which is basically a guide and some actionable steps that people can take. Um, to actually move forward in their financial planning goals. Because it's one thing to read a book and understand someone else's story and find yourself in that story as well and and become motivated. But the financial planner really is to help you get through actionable steps. How can you do this? This is what you actually need to reflect on within your money. Actually give you a spreadsheet that we used at the beginning of our financial management journey that's also included in the planner. Yeah, that's a that's a huge one. <laughs> that's a huge one. So for those that um, check out the website, MediocreDomasterful.com, you'll see information about the financial planner. It comes with instructions and video instructions and just a lot of great details to help you get moving in this financial management journey because 2020 is not canceled. You still have opportunity to be your most best version of yourself, to be great. And so this is one tool to help you do that. One of two tools to help you do that. Um, outside of that, just maybe some workshops in the new, near future and some more exciting things. But 
I'm really looking forward to the the remainder of 2020. I'm definitely, as your number one fan, I'm excited to see the next phase and next steps for you. Um, The book on learn is definitely a a milestone and ready uh, to continue to see where your other listeners are finding opportunities in it. Uh, I will also say it's nice to see uh, the comments and, and different things about uh, the book and where other people fit or feel. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the journey itself is already continuing uh, with other people posting about their journeys uh, and it, it, it seems to be taking off in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm definitely proud for you um, or of you and look forward to seeing these next uh, phases. So, yeah. Thank you, babe. Appreciate you. this was fun so i hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of the season i enjoyed having you on the show babe to interview me and get through discussions of the book this was really good thank you um and for those that are listening i hope you gained some more insight um again you can purchase the book at mediocredomasterful.com can also purchase it on Amazon if you want to do that as well. It's there as paperback and a Kindle if you're a Kindle user. So I definitely support you in your financial management journey. 